we are in the closing days of 2021. And the question still remains on the lips of most of the smartphone users and photographers. Is smartphone really a threat to photographers? Is it going to still take away your jobs? And is it going to dominate the market come 2022? The new buzzword right now is camera first. Does that mean that smartphone cameras will do better than professional cameras? Femi Greta Heights. I'll be right back. Now, welcome back. In the early days of smartphones, every smartphone that came out wanted to do better with either the form factor, they needed to have a touch screen, an in-display fingerprint, a capacity fingerprint, side-mounted fingerprints, rear-mounted fingerprints, camera bumps, higher refresh rate, 120, 144 refresh rate, OLED screens, super AMOLED screens, notchless edge-to-edge or screen. Everything over the years has been within the strengths, not forgetting battery capacity, sensors on the smartphone, other features that necessarily do not have to do with hardware but on the software front. Better UI experience, 5G, millimeter wave, 5G. All of this has really put every smartphone manufacturer on the cutting edge of technology. But now let us look at the new buzzword right now camera first. Now, before, the ability to make phone calls, communicate, browse the internet were key selling features of smartphone. But over time, one of the key selling features for smartphone has been the camera setup. Uh, for some people, it is camera for content creators and uh, some phone enthusiasts is camera. For another quadrant, it is faster storage, more RAM, more power, a better GPU, higher refresh rates, and all of that. This could really work for gamers. Then we have other set of people that just love the aesthetic of the phone. Is it a matte finish, gold plated? Is it all glass? Is it metal body? Is it plastic body? And we have some people in the quadrant that they do not really care if they use all these features, but they just want to stand out and be at the center when conversations are going on and say, who has the most expensive phones? They want to be part of those people. They want to be among, not really that they vibe to all the features or they are going to use all the features on that phone. They just want to be in front, <laughs> just to know those that are having the latest uh, gadgets. But camera first means that every other thing is being added to the phone while camera is the focus. Remember I said all these extra features were actually some things that smartphone could do. So the fundamentals of smartphones from the beginning was the easy to carry around and the ability to make calls without the use of wires. So every other thing that was being added, like smaller keypads, were just added to those experiences, but they were not key selling points. As time 
past and years have come to years and we are where we are right now. Lots of manufacturers are pushing cameras as the main selling points. Smartphones are now being called camera first, means that it is first a camera, then every other thing else. So when I pick up a smartphone in the whole mindset of camera first, Camera is the first thing I want to lay my hands on before I think of, because obviously I know I have gone past the ability to make calls. That is not going to be a problem for me. I have gone past, okay, the ability to send SMS. I may not want to go to a phone store. And the first thing is that I want to test if this phone can make a call. <laughs> Even if it's a defective unit from the manufacturer, you just have right there at the top of your head that this phone can make a call this phone can send messages this phone has a ram <laughs> this phone has a rom and when people pick up a smartphone aside knowing the name of the smartphone and the price point the first thing they want to experience is what the camera looks like so they turn the camera up on try to take some couple of pictures and when they are satisfied, they can now look at every other thing and say, okay, what is the ROM? Okay, this ROM is fine. Uh, maybe it's a 128 uh, gigabyte of storage or 256, 512 or one terabyte. Then a lot of people will move to uh, what is the RAM because they want to be able to multitask and have a lot of things going on at the same time. Others will now want to go a step further. What is the screen to body ratio they want to know the notch they want to know the camera bump if it's going to be a problem when it's on a plane surface others want to know how heavy the smartphone is how wide how tall the smartphone is the ergonomics of holding the smartphone and a whole lot of things so it is camera first then we have loads of brands right now that stands at the top of this particular conversation now we cannot go but mention samsung galaxy s21 ultra then we can go ahead with the iphone 13 pro and 13 pro max huawei p40 pro we move ahead to oneplus 9 pro google pixel 6 pro although i am not really arranging this according to how top notches cameras are if i was arranging then it will be maybe S21 Ultra first, then iPhone 13 Pro Max next, then Google Pixel 6 Pro, then every other smartphone would follow. Now, looking at all of this, what makes them stand out? Now, the conversation in 2012 to 2015 is that when you take pictures with your smartphone, you cannot print on a bigger canvas, but the times have changed. We have smartphones able to shoot 4K resolution at 30 frames, 4K resolution at 60 frames. They're able to shoot an image that can go as high as uh, 2005 by 3000 plus. So that is large enough to be printed. So what is the next excuse the next generation had to give? Oh, cameras were becoming too big. It is impacting the overall phone size and impacting the form factor of the smartphones. So we started having a reason to have those smartphones, like 
the telephoto lens, the ultra-wide camera, autofocus, panorama feature, cinematic feature, and the list is endless. Then what is the next excuse the next generation is giving? It is okay, we need uh, more storage because a 4K and 8K phone will be saving a lot of pictures in heavy sizes and videos will be shot in large sizes. Then smartphone went a step further to have 512 and even one terabyte of storage. So what is the next excuse that we want to give as we enter 2022? And the major one is no matter how good your smartphone is, it cannot take the job of a professional photographer. Now, these debates, we can go on and on and on and nobody would win. <laughs> Why? Because it is a debate that never ends. So we're going to look at just some few points. While it may not take over their jobs, it is going to dominate that market. Now, what is the key selling point of having a smartphone? It is because you do not have to think about a gimbal. You don't have to think about a setup. You just need to pick up your phone and off you go. It is very easy to carry. It is very easy to put in your pocket, put in your bag and just hit the road. Then we have professional cameras where you literally have to come to a setup. You have to have a gimbal, for example. You have to have varying lenses that you have to change. Now, what is the advantage on that front? The advantage is that smartphones are easy to carry and smartphones, unlike before, are now boasting good camera features. Now, with the help of computational softwares, cameras can now process images just as a lens would and you have some cameras that even have gimbal lenses inside of them optical image stabilization electronic image stabilization we have cameras that have ton of features just there for you to use so it is compact it is easy and you really do not have to give a lot of mental thoughts before you can pick up your camera and just hit the road, take pictures at an event, and you have those pictures synced to your drive and everything is seamless. Now, the second is that professional cameras are cameras only. They are not cameras first, like smartphones. So you do not have a professional camera being able to make calls. Yeah, they could have SIM cards, that would enable them link with networks or Wi-Fi systems that will enable you directly upload whatever you're doing straight to the cloud. But you cannot just pick up your camera and start putting it to your ears to make calls. So is there going to be a future where you'll be able to make calls with your big cameras? Yeah, maybe that would happen at a commercial level for everybody to use but it's just going to be a lot of stress. So what else does your smartphone boast of? Now, when you go to parties, you realize that they give you a bottle of drink. You can place your smartphone to that drink, just lean it by the drink, and you can stand up and dance and taking yourself photos and you are shooting videos. 
So it is easy to create content with smartphones because you are always on the go. You always have that. And now that we have editing softwares on the mobile front, you can make some quick retouches to your images, maybe apply some filters and do some few things. Now that is an advantage, the ability to create content on the go. With even your smartphone, you can shoot videos that would be worthy of YouTube. I mean, 4K resolution videos that can straight up be uploaded to your YouTube channel. Now for the sound, smartphones are becoming better at microphones, having noise cancellation features. And even we now have lapel mics uh, that has voice cancellation, the ability for you to record. We have mini tripods. Everything just makes it cool when you can easily just stand up, pick up your gears and be on the move. Now, what is the other advantage? Professional cameras are very expensive. We know smartphones are expensive, but do you know the amount of lens? I do not mean cameras. Some lens go as high as 1 to 2 million naira for a lens, not the camera itself. Just that lens that you attach to the face of the camera, then you screw it. Is there any smartphone that is up to a millionaire right now? No, except for uh, maybe foldables. So if we're still looking at this smartphone more expensive than another smartphone, yeah, that is a price comparison. But looking at Samsung S21 and the professional cameras, you realize that it still doesn't match in terms of pricing. So yeah, it is good for you to have a smartphone. Let me not go too deep into that because the main topic is, is it going to take the market share? Now, let me go over to professional cameras. Now, there is a misconception most of the time when people want to compare cameras, but they are not actually comparing shooting. Now, having a camera is one thing, but knowing how to shoot is another. I do not mean killing somebody. I mean, shoot like a pro. <laughs> mm, that sounds nice. Shoot like a pro. That's slap. Shoot like a pro. <laughs> slap. <laughs> okay. So you can have a camera and still do not know how to shoot with that camera. Let's just say you are blessed to have S21. You are lucky to have iPhone 13 Pro. You are rich to have all three put together. I mean, the Google Pixel 6 Pro. And... You may not be blessed, you may not be lucky, but you may just be filthily rich. Yeah, <laughs> so you could have all of that and still do not understand the basics of shooting a video. You might be shooting a video, for example, and do not know about lighting. So while you are shooting yourself, there is no sufficient light on you as a subject compared to the ambient light. These are the things that doesn't come with the manual of a smartphone. <laughs> they just tell you, you have this, just point the camera at where you want to shoot. There is a low light option, bokeh effects, and all of that uh, filters and all of that. So you just take your phone, raise it in your hands and take a photo. That, that is quite easy, but the art of shooting is something that doesn't come with the manual of that phone. And that is where professional photographers come in. I mean, professional photographers have other skills 
involved in the creative process. So it's not just picking up the phone and taking pictures. In short, professional photographers can have these high-end smartphones and shoot like a pro, shoot like they would have shot with their own professional cameras. In photography school, you'll be looking at the rules of photography, the rule of thirds. If you have not done design, the rule of thirds is as much detail of a person or a subject that is captured in a canvas. Then we also have the rule of composition. We have the subject placement within the frame. We have balancing elements. We have leading lines. We have the viewports. We have the depths. We have the backgrounds and all those rules are properly explained and taught, which you have in a smartphone. You have a piece of tech and it's quite pricey, but someone else that is a photographer could take a camera that is lesser in amount than your phone and still shoot quality images. Then you start asking yourself, oh, I spent... $1,000, $1,500, how come this is not shooting great images? Because the art of shooting is something that you also need to learn if you want to uh, produce quality images. I have gone to a lot of parties, then the photographer comes and let me take a picture of you and I'll send it to you on WhatsApp. The question I usually ask myself is that why go through all of that to take that picture sort the picture, send it to your own WhatsApp, then now send it to my own WhatsApp when I can simply give my phone to my friend and say, just take me a picture and it remains in my gallery. Yeah, looking at the advantage, a smartphone stands out in this comparison. But when you go to a party, you realize that there is a command of attention that goes to photographers. So if you are saying you're a camera photographer and there's another person that is a professional photographer, there is that kind of size and uh, respect that comes with that person wearing a jacket, having a gimbal and some other things attached. Why? Because to the eyes of the world, this person is licensed to take my pictures. Why this other person, I do not know if he's a fan, I don't know what he's going to do with my pictures. I don't know if he's going to use my pictures for good or for bad. Then I kind of try to stop that person from taking my pictures. And at events, they usually license some key people to take pictures, professional pictures, I mean. So when we look at the comparison, yeah, you could also grant a license to a smartphone owner, but then there is just that command and that attention that goes to the professional photographer. So in the next couple of years, where we're going to be packing so many features because when Samsung S22 is coming out, iPhone 14 Pro Max will be coming out, maybe Google Pixel 7 Pro, or maybe they would add Max or Ultra to theirs. And computational photography and algorithms, yes, smartphone cameras will do their best. But there's still that light on the sensor that is still a limitation for smartphones. Now, smartphones could pack a ton of sensors, but these sensors also require either a large or a small aperture that comes with it. So 
the light that comes into that camera is still very important and also the understanding of cameras and the understanding of ISO, the understanding of camera angles is an advantage to a professional photographer. What is going to happen? What will be the future of photographers? Digital cameras will have to become much portable, which they are already doing and making cameras much portable. But should they be competing with a smartphone since they are almost like brothers operating in a different market scope? I do not really think they should go head to head. But the way the camera first buzzword goes on, it means that there's going to be unlimited addition to the camera of a smartphone. But one thing I have realized is that the more feature you try to pack into a smartphone with the current technology, the bigger the bump of the camera at the end of the day. So you see S21 with a bigger bump, you see the Mi Ultra, Mi 11 Ultra with a bigger bump, Google Pixel 6 Pro with a much bigger bump compared to the previous, then you realize that all these particular features are because they cannot add extra lenses, although right now technology means that you can buy some extra lenses, very small ones, and attach them to your smartphone. So it is really a competing um, industry, and I cannot tell you who is going to win at the end of the day, but I tell you something, man is looking for ways to get things done easily and quickly, and that is where smartphones come in. Are they going to take your job as a photographer? No. But I bet you, if you're at an event and they've told you you are to take 100 pictures and they'll pay you 100,000 naira, you already know that you are making money from being the official photographer. But what if you go to an event where you are to hustle to make money from every picture you take? You are not going to gain much because Everybody from that event would prefer to use their own smartphone to quickly take a picture and upload it on social media. Hey guys, I am at this event. So that is the future and that is not a direct answer I know, but that is the best and the closest explanation to how evolving these things would become. And this is just 2021. 2022, we await a lot from smartphone manufacturers. Are you ready? My name is Femi Greater Heights. The future has arrived. Catch you guys in the next episode. Peace.